This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So, Google, Facebook, Twitter getting together to fight terror through their own propaganda, a kind of antidote to the sort of terror propaganda that's been encouraging lone wolves around the world from Nice to Orlando to engage in the most horrific of acts. Professor John Arkia from the Chair of the Department of Defence Analysis at the Graduate School of Operational and Information Sciences at Naval Postgraduate School, California, joins us on the line. Good morning to you from South Korea. Hello, good to be with you. Likewise. So, um, again, coming back to some of these incidents I mentioned, Nice, Orlando, uh, a spate of attacks in Germany. Uh, we've seen a prominent role with social media. Uh, how important has that link been? Uh, without it, for example, could we have even seen IS make this kind of foothold on, on the world stage? Terrorism, as we understand it today, could not exist without cyberspace. It is their virtual haven. We are nearly 15 years out from 9-11. And while we have uh, driven many terrorists into hiding in the physical world, uh, they are still roaming the virtual world almost completely freely. Mm. And, and when we look at specific attacks, uh, like what happened in, in Nice, very difficult to prevent, as we've, I think, repeatedly heard and have highlighted on the show, uh, the idea of a truck just driving along into a crowd of people. But, but again, you think that uh, social media posts are enough to encourage somebody who's already inclined in that direction, or maybe even to radicalize someone who's relatively stable? Uh, absolutely. The, the whole point of social media is it can reach an entire uh, world audience, and even if only a tiny percentage of those who see it want to sign up and engage in uh, acts in the physical world, that's still a big number. If you think that there are nearly a billion and a half Muslims in the world, even if only one or two percent want to act, we're still talking about a recruitment pool in the millions. In the case of ISIS, we know that somewhere between 30 and 40,000 uh, have been motivated thus far to, uh, to join them. And what we have to remember is not only do they have their own media content, but they use, they ride the rails of all of the world's media as a kind of multiplier, right? Any, even a small amount, a relatively small amount of violence captivates the world media for days, if not weeks on end. It doesn't even seem to be rocket science. You know, the, the thing is, when you've got a semi-professionally made video or or image uh, that's powerful, that in itself offers serious validation, more so than you could possibly achieve from uh, a seminar or a or a lecture in a in a den somewhere in the world. Well, absolutely so, but I, I would say that the fact that ISIS has a physical space in the world, there is a place where they rule, uh, is a great attractor. Uh, now, uh, Baghdadi has made clear that he wants potential recruits to act where they are uh, in the future, which is a sign that they're losing ground. It's still amazing that they have a capital of their own, they have an economy and people that they are overseeing, a city like Mosul of millions 
uh, that they control. Uh, this, too, is seen as evidence that this caliphate is real, and mm. it helps to propel the virtual recruitment as well. Yeah, I mean, I really, I, I mean, I, I think all of us would totally agree with what you've just said. Uh, but I mean to say that on top of that, uh, what we see on our screens validates even crazy conspiracy theories gain traction online like they never would have done before. Um, and, and, and we're just seeing that now with terrorism. Well, I think the idea of the conspiracy theory is an old one, and it is perhaps amplified a little bit on social media, but the amount of people who still believe there wasn't really a landing on the moon is quite substantial. Mm. The uh, number of people, even in the United States, who believe that the U.S. somehow staged 9-11 is still a significant uh, number. And, and the number of people who believe that Barack Obama was not born in the United States remains high. So we're, human beings are given to conspiracy. We're always trying to find patterns. Uh, the web, the Internet, uh, that that's a place that... Um, certainly conspiracy is uh, in the bloodstream there in a way like no other media, and right. it exploits this, but it is exploiting a part of human nature that's already there. Well, against that backdrop, let's take a look at efforts to combat terror through the Internet. Are you welcoming of these giants, Google, Facebook, Twitter, as the Wall Street Journal reported earlier this month, coming together and releasing their own propaganda material? Well, I, I think it's it's fine that there are efforts being undertaken. I think uh, former Prime Minister Blair and uh, Secretary Leon Panetta are leading an effort to try to fight uh, radical ideologies with uh, better content, uh, counter-extremism content. Uh, that's uh, going to be preaching to the 95, 98% plus of the Muslim world that already agrees that terrorism is an awful thing. I don't think it's going to persuade that 1% to 2% who will uh, be attracted to this. Uh, remember, there's a lot of direct mail marketing in the world, and the direct mail marketers will tell you that they only need 1% or 2% to respond to their mailers in order to make a profit. The same is true with terrorism. So I, I don't think this is going to have an appreciable effect on recruitment. Yes, uh, a very grisly kind of profit, almost a double meaning there. Um, as far as... Um Twitter is concerned, though, is particularly interesting because you've got at least 45,000 Twitter accounts reported to be used by IS supporters during the autumn of 2014 alone. And, you know, we could, I'm sure, conduct a similar study in the last few weeks. Can Twitter not be a bit more active? I know that it goes against basic freedoms, but can Twitter not be a bit more active when uh, it sets its guidelines for dealing with terror discussions with the encouragement of terrorism? Well, your key word there is guidelines. Once the guidelines are set, then the jihadi information specialists figure a way around the guidelines, and they will pop up here and there. Uh, I, I don't think the strategy of trying to exclude them from cyberspace is uh, going to work. Uh, in, in the end, I, I believe that the real effort should be made in trying to uh, detect and track not only those who are posting the material, but those who are accessing the material. And this, of course, raises big questions about civil liberties. But I, I think it is a debate that has to be joined. In, in the business I'm in, which largely has to do with counterinsurgency, one of the things we know in the physical world is that we have to take away the haven that the insurgent or guerrilla group has. Uh, we have to start talking in terms of how to take away the virtual haven 
that the terrorists have, and, and we have taken not even baby steps toward making that happen in these past 15 years. And also, presumably, we have to be very cautious about generating more terrorists through our actions in the sense that, uh, you know, anything the West, in inverted commas, does, positive or negative, can be used against and can be used uh, for extremist propaganda. Well, absolutely. I, I don't think that risk is particularly great in cyberspace. I think the greater risk is our actions in the physical world. The invasion of Iraq was, in 2003, was a tremendous recruiting tool. The abuses at the Abu Ghraib prison. Every time a drone strike hits a Médecins Sans Frontières hospital or some mm. other civilian target, that's a recruiting tool. So we have to be very circumspect about the way in which we wage this war against the terrorists in the physical world. Uh, I think there is too much caution about how we act in the virtual world and too little caution about how we have acted in the physical world. Professor Akia, thank you so much for sharing your expertise today. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. Professor John Akia on the line from California Naval Postgraduate School. And uh, we welcome further feedback on this from you. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, physical actions can have a far more profound physical impact, but we are seeing the power of social media for good and for bad. And one thought that just arises is that, you know, if you've got a Facebook propaganda video working to counter terrorism, that could be twisted, that could be viewed by a, an extremist minority as an attempt to brainwash them. They could twist it and throw it back at us. What do you think of that sort of attempt? Maybe it's worth trying. Pounder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message. You can also email us anytime, efmthismorning at gmail.com.